0: Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes, planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like, how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why Certified Financial Planner Dan Caprill is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial
1: Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Dan Capril, who is the president of Matson & Capril, a certified financial planner and your local wealth coach in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities. You can reach out to Dan by visiting him online at quizdan.com or by calling at any time, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Dan, thanks for joining us this week. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic.
2: Uh, how's your Christmas shopping coming along, Bolt? Oh, it's it done. It's pretty
1: good. We don't do too much of it anymore mm. these days. We try and keep things simple. Yeah, so, good for you. but it actually adds a little bit more pressure because then you really want yeah. the couple <clears throat> of little things that you do it's get to expensive. actually mean something, yeah. you know.
2: I like I you know I enjoy finding unique stuff. Yes. Uh, yes. And so I mean, I'll literally buy gifts throughout the whole year, but my new unique thing now is this amazon sells them it's called the echo dot and actually today um, Mm -hmm. they're on sale for 39 bucks and basically it's just a it's a small speaker and it connects to the internet and just talk to it and, and you can do just about anything you normally would do on the internet but i mean you can say to it you know, Echo, play Mozart, and it will play Mozart. Or you can say, you know, Echo, what's up in the news today? And it will give you a rundown. So it kind of saves you from having to, you know, play with your phone. But I got one initially for the office just because I wanted a small speaker on my desk to play music. And now I've gone out and bought a gazillion of these things just to give them to people. (laughs) Because they're at the right price at $39. It's like, okay, that's – but they look – the value of them is a hell of a lot more. So – so anyway, I enjoy that kind of stuff. It's it's fun. Yeah. Now you have uh, listening
1: devices in all of your homes and all your family's homes. So
2: well, if you're a paranoid person, sure. <laughs> 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 but I'm not running for president, so I don't care. You don't care. Yeah, you don't care. Your state secrets aren't uh, aren't that valuable. You know, huh? My life is is really not all that exciting. So you know, if you want to spy on me, go ahead. You're not going to learn a whole lot. Let's hack on in, you'll hear some interesting financial talk off the radio. That that fly fishing and pheasant hunting. I mean, that's about it. That's <laughs> <laughs> and you know, going to sporting events with my son—that's about the highlight. So go wild, hack go on wild. into Dan's, uh, to his Dan's. What, what did you call them? You, you, you millennials in your pants, unbelievable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, it's going to be a fun show today. Uh, in addition to talking about Christmas gifts, we've got some great topics ahead. Nikki Early will join us to talk about market volatility on today's show. We're going to ask Dan if we can put the toothpaste back in the tube in a financial perspective. That'll be a fun conversation a little later on. And we'll change things up a little bit this week on TAIL's from the tax side and share maybe some personal stories a little later on in today's show. And uh, i got a couple of good questions for Dan during uh, one of our favorite segments of the week a little later on. But as always, we encourage you to submit questions to be featured on the show. You can do that by going to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. And we'll have a couple to feature the start of the show this week with Mike in Loveland. And Mike says, I know that I need an emergency fund. But instead of keeping money in a savings account, can I just use my home equity line if I need money in a pinch?
2: All right, Mike, so let's think about it. First of all, Mike, you know, I'm a fellow love lender too, so, um, you know, go Tigers. But anyway, um, let's talk about what's at play here. So we're talking about an emergency fund, money that you can get into in a pinch, like you said. Usually it's kept in cash. So your thought here is, since you've already maybe paid for your house or you've paid for a large percentage of your home, that you can just tap into the equity. A lot of banks will give you an equity credit line that you can utilize. I really don't have too much of a problem with this one, Mike. I will tell you this, though. Understand, of course, that you're going to get charged interest. So it is going to be more expensive, although right now interest is low. Most home equity lines that are out there don't have a fixed interest rate. It's a variable rate. It can literally change every month. So you need to be somewhat mindful there. The textbook answer is probably to say, no, you know, you don't want to have any debt and you want to be as debt-free as you can. However, the interest that you get on the home equity credit line is tax deductible in most cases. So whatever they're charging you, they're actually charging you less because you're going to be able to deduct it. So it's a hard one for me to, you know, just say off the top of my head that everyone should do it. A lot of people that we come across have debt issues, and this would be the last thing that I would want them to do would be to lower their net worth by borrowing even more. But assuming you don't have debt and you understand, of course, that cash doesn't really pay a particularly high rate of return, you know, this one really doesn't bother me all that much. Now, if interest rates go up, if you're looking at, you know, as, as historically, I mean, you know, we're at such an all-time low on interest rates on mortgage and, and home equity lines. But, you know, if, if we get to a period where it's 6 7 8%, you're not going to want to do that at all. But as long as it's in this low numbers, I would just say this, just to protect yourself against runaway debt or being in trouble, as long as you had liquid reserves in some other fashion that you could pay that loan off at any time, great. I just don't want you to get into a situation where you're not, you're not able to do that. I also don't want you to use this as a reason to save less. But if your mindset is, you know what, I'm going to put more in equities, and instead of me having six months of living expenses, you know, that could be 40, 50 grand sitting in cash earning 0.2%. If I can um, just, you know, I don't foresee needing it, but I have access to my home my credit line, I can do that. Yeah, you know, I think given the situation that we're in today, it's workable. I probably wouldn't have a problem doing that at all. Yeah, it's a great question, Mike, and uh, I like that
1: you're being kind of creative and you're thinking about yeah. your f- – he's t- embracing the idea of using different financial products or different exactly. financial things as tools, which is I like exactly. the mentality.
2: That's well, and of. he's also thinking outside the box a little bit than the, what you're traditionally told. So, you know, I can think of certain clients where this would not have been a good idea just given some of their habits. But again, given the fact that we're in a super low interest rate environment – so even the interest rate you pay on that home equity line, and because it's tax deductible in most cases, it's going to cost you even less. You know, as long as you're not looking to run a balance for a long period of time, yeah, no, that's a creative way to do it. But again, just be mindful of the fact that home equity line of credits, those interest rates fluctuate. So, you know, you may it might be at, you know, 2%, 3% now, and then after taxes, it's 2%. But that's not necessarily always going to be the case. So just be mindful. That. That'll be one of the first things they'll raise if interest rates start to tick up.
1: Good question, Mike. Thanks for sending that one in. Let's get to one here from Gail in Terrace Park. Gail says, some people talk like interest rates going up is a problem. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Won't I just earn more interest on my CDs? Well, that's a great point,
2: Gail. With you know, with every pro, there's a con, and there's two sides to the story. So... Let's first talk about the idea of interest rates rising. First of all, a lot of people, instead of having CDs, certificates of deposits, which are loans you make to your bank, they own bonds. And these are loans that you make to, say, a corporation or to a government. And they will traditionally pay you a higher rate of interest than will, say, a CD. So let's say, for example, I decide I want, I'm want i going to lend $10,000 to Procter & Gamble, just hypothetically. Let's say Procter & Gamble is looking to build a coffee plant down in South America for Folgers. And they decide in order to raise the funds to do this, they're going to issue bonds. They're going to borrow the money. So what they're going to do is they're going to issue $10,000 bonds. Their bonds are IOUs. Anybody who wants to lend P&G $10,000 in this hypothetical, you can do it p is going to pay you an interest rate. Let's just say, hypothetically, they're going to pay you 4%. Right. So you lend them $10,000. Every year, you get $400. Let's say they're a 10-year bond. At the end of 10 years, you get your $10,000 back. Everything's great. Everything's moving just wonderfully. Then a year into this, interest rates rise. And as a result, Procter & Gamble, when it's looking to build its next plant, can no longer raise the money at 4%. They have to raise it, say, at 5%, hypothetically. So that means new Procter & Gamble bonds are being issued at five. Now, you're sitting there with a 4% bond, and new ones are being issued at five. Now, obviously, you'd like to have the 5% bond, but you can't call Procter & Gamble up and just trade it. It doesn't work that way. You're going to have to try to convince somebody to take that bond off your hands, the 4% bond. The problem is, is no one's going to want to give you $10,000 for it, simply because they can go give $10,000 to P&G today and get five. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to sell your p g bond at a price less than what you paid for it so that the $400 that comes every year represents a 5% rate of return. So rising interest rates force the value of old bonds to go down. Now keep in mind, if I just hung on to that bond, nothing would happen. It's only if I wanted to sell that bond would I have lost money. And very often, people, because they're in bond funds or whatever, they're selling parts of their portfolio for income. So the rising interest rates going to cause all bond values to go down. Now, the other thing that can happen is if you own stocks in your portfolio, company profits come as a result of all, you know, after expenses. And one of the expenses that companies pay is interest. So if suddenly now companies have to pay a higher interest rate, to borrow money for their operations, well they're going to be potentially less profitable. If they are less profitable, their stock price potentially can go down. Now, you're absolutely right, Gail. If you're a CD person and you lend money to your bank, future CDs will likely to go up. But just keep in mind here, they're not going to go up a whole heck of a lot. Even in the glory days of CDs when they were paying 10, 11, 12%, Inflation was close to 10, 11, 12%. That's why they were paying such a high rate. So you're going to be hard pressed to make money on those. But yes, there are going to be some instruments that in the short run will benefit from those higher interest rates. But most of the time, it won't because the price of money has just gone up. And if you're a business who relies on acquiring money to build out your operation, You're going to have to pay more. So yeah, some people benefit money markets, et cetera, but they're not going to go up that much to where you're going to make a killing. I mean, the history of finance shows us that is by owning things that you grow your wealth. You have the greatest chance for wealth expansion by being an owner, not a lender. And when interest rates rise, the owners tend to suffer because the cost of, of raising capital has gone up, which means profits go down.
1: Great questions from Mike and Gail so far. Let's squeeze in one more here, Dan, while we have the time. It's from Lee in Covington. And Lee says, now that the election is over, has your outlook changed
2: about where taxes are going? Interesting. Good question, Lee. So, you know, if you're listening to this show throughout the year, I mean, we're just basically following the polls. And, you know, the assumption, I think, pretty much was that uh, that Hillary Clinton would win. She was proposing eight different tax brackets and was definitely proposing you know, that rates for a lot of people would go up. Donald Trump, on the other hand, is proposing three brackets, a reduction in corporate tax rates, and is not suggesting that the rates have to rise. Now, I will tell you that I'm a student of history. Every time tax rates have gone down, Treasury revenues have gone up simply because the economy gets going. And so even though the government's charging a smaller percentage, they're charging a smaller percentage on a bigger piece of the pie. And so the, the, the total number of dollars go up. The problem with that, though, is that it never stops politicians from spending. And the concern that I have is that some of the things that are going to be driven up in cost are entitlements, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. The baby boomers are rapidly moving into that era. They're now hitting age 70 and beyond. 1946 was the beginning of the baby boomer era, so they're now in that area where they have to take minimum distributions. And I'm very concerned that lowering taxes and increasing treasury revenues won't be enough in the short run to meet those obligations so no my my concern about the direction tax rates could go had nothing to do with politics it had everything to do with demographics and as you look at the demographics as you look at the aging of our population we see more and more evidence here that tax rates are going to go up to go up and that means that the taxes on your social security benefits will probably go up as well as your 401k and IRA accounts. Now, the good news for this is that we've created a kit with full of great information and an online course specifically to help you understand the issues that you're faced as it relates to taxation during retirement and the steps that you can take to reduce or even eliminate taxes in retirement. And we call it our Retirement Rescue Toolkit, and I encourage all of our listeners to get a copy of this great kit. A lot of good information in there. There's an audio piece. Like I said, there's an online course, and we'll send you the information for the online course. There's also a book. There's a couple of different reports, and we're adding stuff to it all the time. The way to get it, very simple. I want you to text the word retire to 555 555-888, 555-888. Text the word retire, or go to quizdan.com. That's our website. You'll see a green box. It says Quiz Dan. Click on that and just enter an email address and say, I want the retirement rescue toolkit, and Beth will get in touch with you to, to get it to you, or give our office a call. Eight four four Quiz Dan is the number. You can call us, leave a message. Because uh, if you're hearing this over the weekend, you're gonna we'll call you on Monday morning, and we'll get that information to you. But great, great, useful information. We also throughout the year have workshops specifically for those people who order the retirement rescue toolkit to show you the strategies that we employ every day for our clients to help them avoid taxation during uh, retirement. So again, text the word retire to 555-888 to get your Retirement Rescue Toolkit.
1: It'll be in the mail to you shortly. All you have to do is click on the link that we send you and fill out the information. It takes about 30 seconds to do all that, and you'll have the Retirement Rescue Toolkit on the way to you. Text the word retire to 555-888 and then click on the link that will send you right away. Text RETIRE to triple five triple eight, and you'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. If you don't have a smartphone, maybe you have a landline or just an older cell phone, flip phone, that kind of thing, and you don't have connection to the Internet on your phone, uh, no problem. Just call and request that toolkit as well. 844-QUIZ-DAN, 784 9326 is that number. But again, if you want to use your smartphone, text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Stay with us. Much more coming up on today's show. You're tuned in to Solving the Financial Puzzle.
0: Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance, some are RIAs, some can't sell stocks, some are RFCs, the list goes on and on. It can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. That's why it's important that you know Dan Caprill is a Certified Financial Planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. So forget all those other riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Capril at 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Who's afraid of retirement planning? No one should go through financial anxiety. Keep listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle and learn what it means to experience a more secure retirement.
1: This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here with you, now joined by Nikki Early, financial advisor and coach at Mattson & Capril, stepping in the studio to chat with us for a few minutes about some very important items. But before we get to all that important stuff, Nikki, thanks for joining us this week. I hope you're doing well.
3: I am. Thank you, Walter. We're going to talk about market volatility today. It should yeah. be interesting.
1: Yeah, market volatility is something that I think is going to end up on the forefront of anybody's mind. If they're preparing for retirement, if they're just thinking about their financial future, it's something we've all had to deal with throughout our working lives as we've been saving and putting our monies in various accounts. And it's always something we need to have a conversation about. And we've seen a lot of market volatility over the last couple of years, however you want to define it, whether you take it back to 2001 and the dips that we had in 2001 and 2008 time frame, Or even just recently with the the dips we've seen in the election back earlier to this year with the uh, Brexit situation and just, you know, those constant ups and downs that we seem to experience. And I think we could probably draw, Nikki, on the fact that whenever the market is experiencing a lot of this kind of volatility, I'm wondering, do you get a lot of concerned calls from your clients?
3: You know, that is a very interesting question, Walter. And the short answer is that we don't. I will tell you, I was a little taken aback when I first came on as an advisor at our firm because when we did see volatility, I expected the phone to ring, to ring off the hook. But we do such a good job, I think, educating our clients on the range of returns that they can expect in any given year. Now... Return should never be a surprise for anyone, especially not our clients, because we really work hard to make sure they understand what the range is. Whether you realize it or not, we all, our portfolios, they all have historic rate of return that they can expect. And they also have a range of return. So you should always know that. And in any given year, you should never be surprised by what your portfolio is doing. Now, we also try to educate them on prudent investing, not overreacting to volatile markets, but taking advantage of them and rebalancing their portfolio and yes Walter that means that they're gonna sell their winners when they're high and they're gonna buy more of their losers when they're low I know it doesn't always feel right at the time but it's the prudent thing to do now having a plan that takes into consideration volatile markets and that expects them and accounts for them is really vital we're not going to send our clients less money because markets are down, and we're certainly not going to send them more money when markets are high. We send them the same amount regardless, the amount that was laid out to them in their income plan. And that plan took into consideration the fact that markets are volatile.
1: Great points, I think. And uh, as we're talking about market volatility, I mean, What's your general opinion about how people should react during times of market volatility? Whether they're within your clientele, whether they're working with you or not, what's the general reaction of people during market volatility that you think they should
3: have? They shouldn't react at all. It's as simple as that. (laughs) I mean, if you have a comprehensive plan that takes into account the volatility that we are going to experience, let's face it, we all wish markets moved in a linear fashion. They just don't. So you have to have a plan and you need to know you're going to have negative years, you're going to have positive years. But the most important thing is having a plan that built in this volatility. If you don't have one or you do find yourself overreacting, give our office a call. Call us at 844-QUIZ-DAN. Come in, sit down. We'll help you establish a plan so that when markets are volatile, you're not overreacting and you're just staying with your plan.
1: Nikki and Dan have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and in Northern Kentucky as well. Again, call to set up a time to meet To have a conversation about your plan, 844-QUIZ-DAN. 844-784-9326. 844-784-9326. And uh, you can come in, have a review of your plan, see what the team at Mattson and Capril can do to better that plan, put you in a better financial position as you go forward and uh, really map out what needs to change. If you're already retired or retiring soon, Nikki, let's you know go a little further down this road. Is it okay to have some volatility in your portfolio or should we really start avoiding it altogether when we get to that retirement age?
3: Well, it would be nice if we could avoid it altogether, but the truth be told, most of us need for our savings to continue to grow in retirement. So on some level, we have to be able to take on some volatility to get the growth we need to just even outpace inflation and taxes but we can be strategic about the amount of volatility or again, that range of returns that we can expect in any given year. Now, this is very important because when we are pulling money out of our portfolios in retirement, we are selling shares. And if we are selling shares during market lows, we are selling more shares to produce that same amount of income. And once, Walter, once we sell those shares, they're gone. We don't get them back when markets improve. Now, a good income plan in retirement has to take into account the likely range of returns that you can expect from your portfolio in any given year. Now, it's certainly not prudent to use just like, say, a 6% and do a plan based on 6% average returns over a long period of time. It's got to account for the likelihood of both negative and positive returns in your lifetime.
1: Well, Nicky, you know me, I think examples are always a pretty good way to illustrate points, especially when we're talking about maybe more complex financial subjects, and market volatility could fall into that realm. So give us an example of a time when you saw somebody get severely damaged by market volatility because they didn't have a well-constructed retirement plan.
3: Well, and you just mentioned the word complex, Walter, and it actually doesn't even have to be that complex of a situation. I mean, if you are sitting and you have all of your money invested in the market, something as simple as not having adequate cash reserves can really be detrimental. So Any good income plan and financial plan for that matter is going to have you set aside cash reserves for emergencies. So usually, typically, we will tell our clients to say have maybe three to six months of monthly living expenses liquid and available to them. Because the last thing you want to do is be in an extremely down market, have an emergency come up, and then have to sell those shares at really low prices in order to get the money to take care of your emergency. So even something as simple as that, Walter, can really put a damper on your plan if you're just not prepared for those type of situations.
1: We're talking with Nikki Early at Matson and Capril. She's a financial advisor and your local financial coach here in Cincinnati, Dayton, and all the surrounding communities as well. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number to call to get in touch with the team. That's 844 844- Lastly, Nikki, what would be your best advice to somebody who does lose sleep or worries a lot about what's happening in the market on a week-to-week or maybe in some cases day-to-day basis?
3: Well, Walter, you know I'm going to say they should come in and see us, right? (laughs) No, they should come in for a complimentary analysis, Walter. Really, they should have a holistic financial plan that tells them their likelihood for success, for achieving their goals, regardless whatever markets are doing week to week, month to month, year to year. But if they don't have one in place, I think that they will get a lot out of actually having a plan and knowing where they stand. And then hopefully, they're not having sleepless nights. But certainly- Give us a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Come in and see us. We'll sit down, take a look at your current situation, take a look at where you stand, and really help you understand where you're headed and whether or not you're going to meet your goals.
1: Again, get in touch by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. Let Nikki and Dan know that you'd like to come in for a review of your situation. Again, 844-784-9326. That's 844 844- Quiz Dan. Well, Nikki, as always, thanks for the help and guidance on today's show. And uh, we'll look forward to doing this again next week.
3: All right. Thank you, Walter.
1: Thank you. That's Nikki Early joining us here, as always, on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Dan will be back in the studio coming up next. More great talk on the way. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle.
0: Dan Caprill is your local advisor in Cincinnati and Dayton. He's a certified financial planner and the person that you can turn to for guidance and advice in the financial world. His team has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Call to schedule a complimentary review of your retirement plan by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. What's black, white, and red all over? It's the newspaper, but it should be your financial plan. Be sure you have a clear understanding of your finances. Keep listening to
1: Solving the Financial Puzzle. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle, the show that helps you navigate through that sometimes hard-to-understand financial world a little bit easier. Dan Capril is a certified financial planner and your local wealth coach in Cincinnati and Dayton. He has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Find out all the information you need to know about Dan online by going to quizdan.com. Com. That's quizdan.com. And at any time, you can call 844 quizdan. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. You know, Dan, the conventional wisdom is that you can't put toothpaste back in the tube. I don't know if this is something you've ever tried or not. I'll bet. There's a video on YouTube that'll show you how to do that. <laughs> but, but. You know I'm going to be searching that while we're in the midst of this
2: discussion over the next I few have minutes. a lotion that I, I use. <laughs> I have rosacea. And I have a lotion that's like... I think it's like three hundred dollars oh, wow. for the tube. Oh, it's ridiculous! Insurance doesn't cover it. Works incredibly well, but yeah, I have tried to put that back in the tube when I've squeezed out too much than I needed. So. That's too funny. Well, uh, well, for this purpose
1: of the conversation, we'll mm-hmm. talk toothpaste, not lotion. I don't know Here if the go. physics between the two make, have a, you know, a big impact on what's plausible and what's Could not. But essentially, we're saying that you know, once the deed is done, there's no mm-hmm. taking it back when it comes to your toothpaste. And there are many decisions in retirement planning that can't be undone in a similar fashion. So I want to make sure that you know, we get the call right the first time on these different topics, Dan. and So explain for us why some of these decisions that I'm going to throw at you are important, why they can't be undone, and what we need to know about it. first one is Social Security. And in particular, when we start Social Security, that's a one-time deal.
2: Yeah, it is. And, you know, the, the sooner you take it, the lower your benefit's going to be. But, of course, you're going to get more years of checks. So, for example, you can take it as early as age 62, But your benefit if you wait until age seventy is gonna be dramatically higher because every year you wait, the benefit's gonna grow by eight percent. But of course, you know, once you reach age sixty two, you file, that's it. You're done. You know, you get up to age sixty seven, you wish you had waited, you can't go back. But understand, of course, that you have received checks over that period of time that you wouldn't have received otherwise. So You know, for most people, when they take it early, they have to live well into their late 70s before they, quote unquote, lose money on that deal. And then hopefully everybody does live past that age. But not everybody does, obviously. But yeah, no, that's certainly one of them. And that's why you really want to think this thing through. Does it make sense to take it now? Would it be better if I defer it? If I defer it, though, what are you going to live on? Now, if you're still working, you're going to want to defer it anyway, because if you take it at age 62 and you're still working, you're not going to get a benefit. You're going to earn too much and it's going to wipe it out. But if you are going to pull from your savings, maybe it is better to take it earlier so that you leave your nest egg alone to grow and you can leave your nest egg to your heirs. You can't leave your Social Security to anybody. I mean, even your spouse will just get to keep the higher of the um, of the two checks. So just understand that. Now, if you have a pension that's coming in and that's going to support meet all of your needs, great, fine. That's a good reason to, to kick it back. But yeah, that's certainly one. Once you make the decision, you're in. So you have to, you got to do the math. You got to do the math beforehand.
1: By the way, I just sent you a link to a video of a guy putting toothpaste back into the tube.
2: I told you it could be done. Impressive. Right? I mean, look, we have put men <laughs> on the moon, all right? He's and if you want to incredible... believe some people, we've even put them on Mars that's before. Right. So, that's right. Yeah. Although I did meet somebody who passionately believes we've never been to the moon. Mm. But that's that's another story for another time. It's a very uh, impressive but... twisting method that this guy uses to get the toothpaste back in. Although, well, given this... how cheap toothpaste is, is it really worth it? trying to well, put it back no, in. The this tube. is true. Although, I think... Now, my facial cream at $300 a tube, <laughs> you want to put that back
1: in. Well, maybe there's, like, special toothpaste that costs a couple Well, actually,
2: bucks. this is not a pressurized tube, so you can actually, very diligently, you can pour it back in. I've done it. Yeah.
1: This very well could be a reversed video, however. Mm. I could totally see that being the case, where it's, you know, just they just reversed it, and it so it looks like he's twisting it back up into the tube, but...
2: Hey, they had to get the tube in there somehow, right? That's right. And they had to get the toothpaste in the tube somehow. Yeah. So. yeah.
1: Well, anyway, we'll digress <laughs> on that conversation. But check out the video. See if you think it's the I, I appreciate that. It's <clears throat> uh, good. So that, when to start Social Security, back to the uh, yep. you know the proverbial toothpaste instead of actual toothpaste. Mm-hmm. That's certainly one decision that's really, really important, how that transpires. Uh, something else that's big, yeah. Dan. Pensions for those that still have them, electing
2: that spousal benefit option is really, really yeah. important to, to do it right. Yeah, the first that time. is, you know, that is huge because the way pensions typically will work is they will pay, let's say, for example, I'll use me, let's say if it would pay four thousand dollars a month for as long as I'm alive, or I can receive a reduced benefit, say thirty two hundred dollars a month, for as long as me and my wife Beth are alive. Now, the math here is that you know, two people are going to live longer than just one. And since women tend to live longer than men, her life expectancy is longer than mine. Therefore, they're going to pay less. Makes sense. I got to make that decision from the beginning. I can't call them up later and go, hey, um, can I put her on now? No, no, you can't. Now, there are a couple of public pensions. Um, I've seen this in schools, et cetera, where if you choose the spousal option, and your spouse predeceases you, they will go back and give you the lost money, which explains why these pension plans are on the verge of bankruptcy. But you know, when you're doing this, when you're picking a spousal option, you're kind of guessing who's going to die first. Because the idea here is that if my wife lives longer than me, then she'll continue to receive a pension. It will be less than, but however, if she dies first, guess what? In most cases, you're stuck with the lower amount. Now, there are strategies that you can do to kind of protect yourself against this, and usually it involves life insurance, but that's the element of good planning is to take that, that part into consideration. But, uh, but yeah, you really want to think that one through as well. And what's the reduction going to be? And is it, are you and your spouse going to need that pension benefit if it runs out? But yeah, in just about every case, once you elect it, you're stuck. You can't go back and undo it.
1: It's interesting to see these different scenarios where you really only get one shot to get the right answer, and Social Security, pension benefits, two examples of that. What about life insurance, Dan?
2: Well, if we knew exactly when we were going to die or exactly when our house was going to burn or anything, we would buy the insurance literally the day before, right? So in the case of life insurance, sometimes people say, well, I'll buy it next year or I'll buy it the year after that. And the problem is, is you're assuming you're going to always be insurable. Your health changes over time. You know, I mean, when I turned 50, it was very clear the warranty was up. Now, I don't have anything fatal, but I got enough things that no longer qualify me to be preferred. So the premium that I'm going to pay is going to be a lot more than before those issues occurred. God forbid I had something more serious where I couldn't get the insurance. I was considered uninsurable. And there's nothing you can do to fix that. So look, I always you, ask people, when's the right time to be prudent? And the obvious answer is, well, the present. It's always the right time to be prudent, yeah. So I see it with long-term care insurance. People will say, oh, I'll kick that can down the road until I need it. Well, when are you gonna need it? You don't know. And you're going to pay a heck of a lot more for it if you wait. And what if you can't get it? So, you know, timing is such a big part of planning that gets overlooked time and time again. Don't do that. It's about putting the odds in your favor. And some things like insurance look, there's no winners in insurance. You know, I've heard people say, you know, if I buy, let's say, let's just take long term care rather than life insurance. They'll say, well, what if I buy the long term care and I never get to use it? Well, I got news for you. The people who bought long-term care, and they're in nursing homes today, and the nursing home is um, receiving the long-term care benefits, those people really don't consider themselves to be winners in the game. I mean, they'd much rather not be in the nursing home. They'd much rather live a healthy life literally until the day they die. So just be aware of this. But all types of insurance, you know, some, they're not always going to be available to you. So you need to strike, quite frankly, when you don't need it so that you have it when you do need it.
1: Amazing to see the uh, kind of the analysis, I think, of these kinds of things. And it's a great breakdown of how life insurance can fit into this mentality of not being able to put the toothpaste back into the tube. One last item to mention, Dan, will be choosing a retirement date. And maybe this one's pretty obvious because when you choose that retirement date, the rest of the plan kind of falls in place around that.
2: It does. And you know that's one of the things I can't always answer for the client. You know, I'll say, when do you want to retire? And, and they're not sure. And look, you can retire at any age. The question is, what lifestyle will you have? We just need to make sure that you've done the math properly. I mean, if you retire at 60 and you haven't done the math properly and you're taking an income stream that would have been perfect had you retired at 70, but not at 60, you've got some serious troubles. I mean, you're actually gonna have to hope to die sooner rather than later. And I see it time and time again. There's no real thought given to what the withdrawal rate should be. There's been no real testing, or it's built on some crazy idea about what the returns are gonna be over time. Understand that the math of retirement is much different than the math of accumulation. When you're retired, consistency of return is far more important than your average rate of return because you're literally selling shares to give yourself a monthly income stream. And if your value or portfolio goes down, you have to sell additional shares to get that. All of these are classic planning type issues that too often people ignore. There are a lot of moving parts. And when there's a lot of moving parts, it can get complicated. And too often people just, you know, they don't even bother. They kind of stick their head in the sand and they "Ah, it'll be fine. You know, one of the chapters in my book is, you know, retirement rescue is it's going to end badly, or I think it's, it'll probably end badly. And the reason is because that's the way life goes. Eventually it gets bad and you have to be prepared for that. Um, You know, there's no nice way about it. If you haven't done this type of math, you know, if you haven't factored in how long your money could last or You know, what type of insurance coverages will you need or when should you take Social Security or which pension option should you have? These are the types of things that good financial planning does. And I don't see too many online tools that really address the issue. I mean, if you want to go that route, fine. But nine times out of ten, there's some serious flaws with the math that's being used. My advice strongly is where you work with the professional who will give you a holistic plan. It's not a sales proposal to buy some product they don't give you buy anything from them. They just are trying to give you a, a, a balanced, objective, unbiased plan that you can then decide later on how to implement on your own. Now, if you want to learn more about this type of planning, this holistic planning, you want to get a copy of the kit that we created specifically for our listeners. It's called the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, and it's a box full of great information There's a book in there that takes you through it's got seven specific lessons that you need to know about your retirement. There's an audio piece that talks about the steps you can take to minimize the taxes on your 401k in your IRA plan. There are a couple of different special reports in there and there's also an online course that we send people after they've received um, the kit. It's great information. We literally give dozens of these out every single week. If you don't have one yet, get one. Very simple to order one way, you can text the word retire to 555-888. Again, retire to 555-888 right there in your smartphone. If you don't have a smartphone or you don't like to text, give our office a call. 844-QUIZ-DAN. If you get a recording, just leave a message on there. Let us know what you want. Beth will give you a call Monday, get you that information. Uh, another way you can do it, go to our website, quizdan.com. Click on the box that says Quiz Dan. Request it then. Great information here. It's useful. It's not designed to sell you any products. It's designed for you to understand that in many cases, you cannot put the toothpaste back into the tube. So let's do it right the first time so we can try to minimize any chance of having serious regrets when it comes to you know, our retirement and the years of our life. We don't have to deal with a lot of that kind of stuff.
1: Again, if you want to get that retirement rescue toolkit, just text the word retire to 555 and Dan will be sure to get you that Retirement Rescue Toolkit in the mail ASAP. All you have to do is text RETIRE to 555 Click on the link that we'll send back to you and fill out the information. Takes about 30 seconds to do that. You can also, if you don't have that smartphone, call Dan's team. And just make that request over voicemail. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number. 844-784-9326. And just say, hey, I'd like to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit and uh, leave your basic information. 844-QUIZ-DAN. 844-784-9326. Or again, if you have a smartphone, you can just text. And it's really easy. Text the word retire to 555-888-784. Click on the link and fill out the brief info and you'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Great resources in that toolkit, by the way. Make sure you get your hands on it coming up next on the show Tales from the Tax Side. That's right here on solving the financial puzzle. With a constantly changing
0: financial landscape, having a written customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844 Quiz Dan. That's 844-784-9326.
2: Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from Tales from the Tax Side
1: with Dan Capril. Well, this is one of our favorite parts of the show. It's called Tales from the Tax Side. And we're going to do things a little differently this week. We don't have just kind of one tale for you. Instead, since we're here at the end of the year, I want the opportunity to ask Dan a few more questions about taxes and uh, things that you know we should always be thinking about from a tax perspective but especially this time of year it's always good as a uh, reminder to be thinking about these things in more depth so dan i want to ask you about whether or not you think that most people assume their taxes are going to be lower in retirement do most people assume that and if they do are they usually right
2: most people do assume that. I think that's something they've always been told, that uh, you know, you're working years, you're going to earn a lot more, and when you retire, you're not going to need as much money, which I always thought was kind of crazy because um, you know with our clients, we try to get them the same amount of take-home pay in their uh, retirement years as they had in their working years because now they got the time to do things and you know, things cost money. So most assume it, whether it happens or not, probably for most people, they are paying a lower rate, not necessarily for a good reason now, it's just because unfortunately they haven't done a great job of accumulating assets for retirement. And so as a result, they're going to um, you know, have less income. However, regardless, they're still paying tax. And the concern that I have, and I've said this many times on this show, is that if tax rates go up in the future, which I think they're gonna to have to if we're gonna address things like uh, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security spending needs, those types of things? If those rates go up in the future, then the amount of money that you own of your 401k and IRA is gonna go down. You know, if you look at your IRA Hello. statement or your 401k statement, you say, and you see you've got $500,000 in there, you don't have 500,000. Hmm. You've got maybe 350,000 because the IRS has a lien on those assets. That money has yet to be taxed. And so when that money comes out to support you, you're going to have to pull out more than what you need just to net out you know, the amount of money. You may have to pull out you know, $4,000 a month to net three in order for you to meet your tax obligations. So where people are usually wrong is in underestimating the impact that that tax is going to have. Even if it is at a lower rate, it's at a punitive rate and again we talk a lot on the show about the steps that you can take to minimize it the retirement rescue toolkit which i'll get into in just a second is a great way to learn about that but most people are shocked to learn that that they may have to pay taxes on their social security benefits that they may have to pay more than they thought they were going to pay on their 401k and ira benefits so it may be less than what you're paying in your working years but it's still a sizable amount and it's still an amount that can prevent you from having the type of retirement you want, unless you take the appropriate steps to minimize it, particularly during your working years. And there are things you can do. And I'll get into that in just a second here as to what are some of the steps.
1: Yeah. Well, see, my observation would be that a lot of people also then kind of shrug their shoulders and say, well, yeah. it's taxes. There's not much I can do. Yeah. Everybody's got to pay taxes. So right. what strategies can somebody use to make sure that they're kind of uh, you know improving their tax situation down the road?
2: You know, a lot of the time, it's about timing. When do I pay the tax on this? You know, you're right. You may end up having to pay the tax, but in a lot of cases, it's actually better to pay it now than to pay it later. So the strategies that we've recommended over the years, if you have a 401k Roth option in your plan, so you could put... $24,000 You know, $24,000 a year after tax and what's the advantage of that well the advantage of that is that whatever it grows to in the future you will pay no tax on it so very often particularly if someone already has a sizable amount in the pre-tax account we might recommend that they start making contributions into the Roth version or the Roth section of their 401k assuming they have it not every plan has that so that's one option Another option might actually be to stop funding the 401k or only put in the 401k that which is matched and take the rest of the money after tax and use that to either fund a Roth IRA or to pay for a Roth conversion where you're converting a traditional IRA to a Roth if you have such a thing. Another strategy might be to put the money into a life insurance policy where you buy as little life insurance as you legally can for the premium that you're putting in there. And the reason that you're doing that is so that the cash value grows because you can get at the cash value of your life insurance policy tax-free if you do it properly through loans and withdrawals. You know, most people are like, why would I buy life insurance in my 50s? Well, for the death benefit, you wouldn't. But the fact that you have all these tax advantage components of the life insurance, it's at least worth considering. The other thing, too, is more and more life insurance policies today, if you don't have long-term care insurance, they will allow you to have a piece of the death benefit while you're still alive to pay for the cost of custodial care. So if you're in good health, that that can be useful because if you never use the policy, well, your estate will get the death benefit tax-free. Or you can at least tap into the cash value on your own. So number of strategies you can do. And in fact, in our retirement rescue toolkit, which I'll talk now about, you know, we send this out to people every single week from the show and it's got a lot of information specifically about that. In fact, there's an audio piece in there called tax free retirement. And in there, I discuss these strategies in more detail that you can do to reduce or even wipe out taxes on your Social Security benefits and your 401k and IRA benefits. So if you want to get a copy of this toolkit, it's a box full of great information. I strongly recommend you do so. Easy. Just text the word retire to 555-888. Again, it's the word retire to 555-888. Do that and you're going to get a link back from me and you click on the link and then you fill out the form on your phone and it will go ahead and it will, will get you that information. Or you can give our office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number, or you can go to quizdan.com and get a copy of that too. So there are strategies you can do. There are many. The devil is literally in the details. We also have a number of workshops that we do. And for anyone who orders the toolkit, there's also an online course that we send them that they can watch at their leisure to learn more about these strategies. In fact, we even put a case study in there that they can learn from.
1: Pretty cool. And that's the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Great resources inside that toolkit. This is something tangible, something you can get in the mail. Get in your hands. To get it, text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Text RETIRE. You put that word into the message field retire and the number that you text it to is 555-888 we'll send you a link immediately click on it and fill out the information and you'll get that retirement rescue toolkit if you don't have a smartphone you can still call and request the toolkit 844-QUIZ-DAN 844 784 9326. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. We're talking about taxes, and in particular, some of the things to be thinking about as you move ahead in your tax planning life. And Dan, can you give us an example or two of a bad tax mistake you've seen people make with their investments that could have been avoided if they came in to meet with you first?
2: Yeah, actually, I've seen many. One of the big ones is when you have stock that you have a low cost basis. In other words, maybe you paid. $5 a share for it, and it's now worth $50. And If you sell that stock, you're going to have to pay capital gain taxes. Well, there are proactive measures that you can take to avoid ever having to pay capital gain taxes. Usually it involves an element of charity, but it doesn't require that you give them all the assets to charity. In fact, you can give very little to charity, and you can still avoid the capital gain taxes in their entirety. So that's one that I see a lot. You know, people voluntarily pay 20, 25% of their gain to um, to Uncle Sam, and it could have easily been um, avoidable. The other one I see is just pulling money out of the 401k, paying the tax on it and then also having to now pay tax on their social security benefits simply because they didn't understand what the rules were. They didn't understand the steps that you could have taken to minimize it or that you had other assets that were owned slightly differently that had you access those, you wouldn't have paid the tax. I mean, we, when we do a plan for somebody, we actually put your money into three different buckets, if you will. There's the tax now bucket, the tax later bucket, and the tax never bucket. And a good plan will have money in all three of those. And what we can do is show you how by pulling money out of each bucket at a different time, you may not have to pay any tax at all, or you may be able to pay very little. I mean, you're able. There's an amount of money you can pull out of your 401k every year during retirement and never pay taxes on it, if that's the amount that's equal to your deductions and exemptions. Now, most people are going to need more money than that, because it's usually about 23000 24000 Well, Then you can pull money out of your Roth IRA if you have taken the time to fund that, either through conversions or putting new money in. That's completely tax-free. And if you do that, then by default, your Social Security benefits are going to be tax-free. So largely because there's no consumption plan in place, I see people like a lot of uh, problems. So again, put an end to this, folks. Get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. That kit is going to at least steer you in the right direction. It's going to show you the proactive strategies you can take. And you know, a lot of people say to me, you know, I've, I've got a CPA. Well, that's great. He's very useful in filing your tax forms. But most CPAs that I know have not dedicated their practice to tax planning. They've dedicated to tax filing. Two totally different approaches. It's kind of like the difference between my doctor and my personal trainer. You know, my doctor... For the most part, the way he's used by most of his patients is used when you don't feel well. He fixes you. The trainer's job is to make sure you don't ever have to go to the doctor at all. Two totally different disciplines. And that's what we're trying to do here with, with, with our listeners. So get a copy of the toolkit, folks. You're going to be glad you did. Text the word retire to 555-888. When you do that, you're going to get a link back from me. Click on the link, enter your information. We'll get the toolkit out to you. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN or go to quizdan.com. But there's no reason for you guys to make these mistakes. You know, ignorance is not a good reason anymore. There's too much information out there. It may seem complicated. We'll help you navigate through it. That's the purpose of this show. We're going to solve the puzzle. And a big problem with the puzzle is there's all these text pieces, and we want to try to minimize them as much as we possibly can.
1: Again, get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, a fantastic resource to take a step down that road of understanding better what you need to do to have a solid financial plan in place. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888 to get your hands on a Retirement Rescue Toolkit of your own. Text RETIRE to 555-888 and fill out the information at the link that we'll send you. It takes about 30 seconds to do that, and you'll have the toolkit on the way to you. Text RETIRE to 555-888. You can also, if you don't have a smartphone, call and request the toolkit. That number's 844-QUIZ-DAN. 844-784-9326. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. Well, Dan, we're out of time on this week's show. As always, I want to say a big thank you. Thank you for your help, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Same here, Walter. Everybody have a great week. Yep, absolutely. This has been Solving the Financial Puzzle. Thanks so much for tuning in.